Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. One year, boys. Three beer salute. Welcome back to Chopping Lines. Ted Lutz here. Doc Ward across the way. Producer Joe on the track. One year, as we said, it's been a fun ride. We're going to get right on into things today. It was a fun all-star weekend. We're going to jump around chronologically with it, but we're going to start with the Home Run Derby because that was kind of the big talking point after the weekend. Yeah, and and we were pumped last week when Adley threw his hat in the ring and started taking BP in Yankee Stadium with his father, who, who threw him out. Randy, there. yeah, and and a great showing out of the Flying Rutschman uh, was starting on the left side of the plate, and you know raked out mm, twenty one on the left. Yeah, as I say twenty one, the and then. He had his 440-foot booster and got another 30 or so seconds, took a little break, switched over to the right side of the plate, and then takes seven out of eight and maybe six in a, five or six in a row off jump. And really a great showing. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, it was it great was to awesome. see. It was great to see. The his, switch hit his was His mother and sister sick. were in the stands going hog wild. His sister, a recently crowned celebrity of the <laughs> social media world. As, just for showing yeah, up. Just look her up. You can see why. Sure. But, it, sadly, he didn't make it out of the first round. And this is where I have a bone to pick. Luis this is we're, 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 we're jumping soapbox, and we're getting straight into you know picking nits here. Um, they have a bracket thing going on for the Home Run Derby now. And it, maybe it's just the first round or first two rounds. But either way, it's bullshit. I think bullshit. it's all This yeah. isn't the fucking March Madness. It's like... Adley hit 28 home runs, I think, and lost to Luis Robert. Luis Robert, yeah, yeah, who ended up right, and he hit 29. Now the other two guys on their side of the draw hit 23 and 24 home runs. It's like, sorry, neither of you advanced. The guys with the most home runs. It's the home run derby. This isn't a fucking bracketology thing. Like, what are we doing here? It's like the guys who miss make. Now I'm so. Getting a little worked up. I rate. <laughs> I slow my roll. But the guys who hit the most home runs advance. That's how it goes. If you want to whittle it down, that's fine. Let's say there's you you do it in waves. Well, if there's ten guys in the first wave, the five least home run hitting motherfuckers don't advance. Like that's, that's how it goes. That's, that's how it always strategy. went. It was always just the most home runs advance, right? There, this bracket thing's new. But yes, it is. But it used to be where you had ten outs and you could take as many pitches as you want. Right. So it, it dragged out. Yeah. It was cool because. But did it drag out? It's the home run derby. It's like I, I don't I think didn't anyone think was so. like, "Oh my god, the home run derby's taking too long." It's like this is a fucking gimmick anyway. hundred like, percent. What are we? Why are we trying to fix this? I'm glad the games are shorter. And I think the average up until the halfway point is two hours and 38 minutes, which Perfect. is the lowest time of 
average game in decades. Sign me up for that every and night. And it's been welcome. Going on, it's right? been yep. very welcome. And I honestly, I'd say look around that league attendance and viewership on TV. I bet it's panning out. It's a way more watchable game the shorter it becomes. You know, like that that sweet spot for baseball is somewhere between two and a half hours and three hours. And they are hitting. It doesn't it. need to be any more than three hours. Yeah, and they are they're hitting it. The rules that they enacted with certain goals in mind are really working. And it hasn't changed the game. All it does, no. like, you got to get in the box a little quicker. Nothing's changed. Which I is did nice. see that steals are up. Not even like that, what they're taking, but the percentage of steals that come to fruition okay. are at, is at like 79%, which is the highest it's been. In a, it, it's almost like, yeah, the rules you guys made to change the style or, or just change the pace of play or how baseball is played have done exactly what you wanted to. Yeah. It's it's a great success story with what the MLB has done with, you know, off-season rule changes or, like, league rule committee stuff. We see this in the NFL every single year. And they tweak about – the NFL has almost gotten too far ahead of their skis. I was going to say like, You're changing to. too much, and a lot of it's minuscule or ticky-tacky bullshit, and half the people, even the coaches, don't – you quite understand yeah and it's like we made these changes in august and we start in a month it's like uh, what like the nfl could take a page out of this book and they should be simplifying their rules in the words of one aaron Rodgers, simpler simpler and we'll see a lot of that on hard knocks this year oh yeah that is officially official as well but Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah, making or, a name. He's been making a name since he entered the bigs. And hear this out. So he only hit 26 round one, 21 round two, and 25 to win. All less than Adley. As I say, so All like the totals, I want now we need to know what the totals are of everyone that hit home runs in the home run derby. Because that's what I'm talking about. You don't. So let's say you hit a collective 78 home runs and you win this thing. There's a guy that hit 92 that lost it. Because he had a Ben that That's bullshit. Because it happened in like round two. Who hit more home runs? Isn't that what the home run derby is? Who I hits forget. the most home runs? I forget who that was. Who hit like, like Baseball's not a mano a mano sport. It's not like tennis where it's like you hit the ball to me and I hit it back and I won that point. It's like. If the home run derby is who hits the most home runs, then how does a guy who hit less home runs win it? It just doesn't make sense. It's dumb now. Yeah. It, it's going to go the way of the NBA slam dunk contest if they fucking judge it like that anymore. I feel like the bracket would only work if it was going mano a mano and like one person bats and then the other person bats going one back pitch, and one forth. pitch. So yeah. it's actually competition. And after three outs, and after three just, outs, you're done. Yeah. Like, like uh, that, yeah. I yeah. I mean, that. there's, we could, we could redraw this. We, and we have, they could do it a lot time. better. Yeah. It just, as it stands now, the guy who hit the most home runs that particular evening is the home run champ of that day. Like, that's just how it goes. Yeah. I think, uh, on quick math here, Julio Rodriguez, he hit 41 in the first round, only 20 in the second. He still was only a little behind Guerrero, like, who had a whole third round. When Aaron Judge hit 63 homers or whatever it was, it's like they didn't go, uh, 
So actually, uh, Manny Machado hit 40 home runs, but they were against better teams. So he actually hit more home runs this season than you. It's like, no, it's got to mix it up. It's like a weird way to count home runs. (laughs) We'll see if they decide to. They're definitely getting a good bit of blowback, it seems like. But going to the front of the All-Star Game weekend, started out with the Futures game. The NL team beat the AL team 5-0, a pretty boring game overall. They also only play seven innings, which is kind of a letdown. Yeah, and like, what? why? I, that's a great question. It's so weird. Very good question. Well, something happened after that game. Like, I doubt yeah, it. It's like, yeah. I guess they like, you know, don't get someone hurt, but you know, bring, a few, cheated, bring a few more people. Well, then, like, but then we play the All-Star game with nine innings. Yeah. It's like, yeah was this supposed to be like a nod to the doubleheader or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> An homage. <laughs> right. Uh, Nassim Nunez won the MVP. He had a two or a three run base clearing double in the sixth. Phillies Mick Abel gets the win. He only pitched one inning, two strikeouts. And our boy Heston had a base hit as well, showing out for the birds. Mick Willing and Abel. He was up there with uh up there with Jackson. On Sunday. We had the Major League Baseball draft and a surprise pick at number one, LSU pitcher Paul Skeens going. Coming off of that natty champ. Oh, yeah. Uh, late or getting close to the draft. Paul Plotz and Skeens. It was Dylan Cruz, who initially was uh, the favorite. Then it turned out to be Max Clark, who was the big betting favorite. And Skeens sneaks, sneaks on in there, number one, going to the Pirates. My favorite player in the draft, as I said last week. Dylan Cruz goes number two. Max Clark goes number three to Detroit. And our Orioles take Enrique Bradfield out of Vanderbilt University. He's fast. He plays center field. He's a great defender. He's a slappy bat guy. Good baseball school, too. Vanderbilt's got a little bit of a pedigree down there. 100%. The Commodores. So I, I think at a bare minimum... We drafted. Commodore Vanderbilt. That's funny how that name lives on. Some way or another. But I think at, at the very worst, he's a bad-hitting Cedric Mullins. Better in the field, even faster. Going to be a fun prospect. Should be down in Delmarva soon enough. And then last night, we had the actual All-Star game. American League versus National League. Our boy Felix Bautista gave up the game-winning two-run home run. Yeah, don't love that. But at least it's a game that doesn't matter. Correct. And the first time the NLs won in like a fucking 11 years or something. It's 12. Which is wild. And do we have the breakdown on World Series champions in that span? Can we get eyes on that real quick? Like... Has the AL been winning the the World Series at a rate that is commensurate with winning 11 All-Star games in a row? I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting, you know, type of uh, graph you could look at. Yeah, I can check like it a, out. Like a, let's shade some different things. Because it would stand to reason. I mean, I always, I'm an AL guy. And the AL's had seemingly been a little bit of a stronger league for a while. Uh, so the, the uh, I have the World Series winners. It's a perfect split, 5-5 five and five over the last 10 years. Well, there you go. See, All-Star games don't matter. 
No, but the weird thing about this All-Star game, and I don't have the exact number in front of me, but this isn't even the longest losing streak for the National League in the All-Star mm. game. I think that previously they'd lost like 12 or 13 in a row. Wow. Like they, it's just like and a that's weird interesting thing. What that is, I know interleague play started in 97, I think. Which is interesting, and that's what kind of, that probably took a lot of the cachet out of the All-Star game, and even the World Series, because it's like, oh yeah, these guys used to never play each other until it was the All-Star game and the World Series, but now it's like the Cubs and the Yankees play each other, uh, you know what I mean? It's so like, now it, it's it, all the time. It, yeah, right? it's it's... And I understand it, and I'm kind of fine with it. I didn't grow up, like I said, they started interleague play in 97. That's when I was becoming, like, really, to have any awareness of what any of that even fucking meant. Yeah, Yeah, so it is what it is, but it just goes to further negate the All-Star weekend. None of that means anything anymore. It used to be played... At, does it still decide who has home field advantage in the I don't world? Think so. so it's fucking no. and like we've cheapened all of the the all star games in every league by dint of just the leagues becoming bigger and more global. It's nothing on the line. Yeah, really. Yeah. And which is fine. It's like then just make it an exhibition. Make it things could be cooler. You could like do we have to play a game? I get yeah, we may want to play a game with these guys, but a lot of the weekend for all these sports should be way more. It should be about everything but the eventual game with the all-star starters. It's like more skills competitions, more like have these guys doing things. Like why aren't they having fucking Steve Harvey do family feud (laughs) all day Saturday with everyone in the fucking league or something? That's way better than just watching a layup line for an hour and no one watches it anyway. So you yeah. know, there's different ways to build an all-star weekend nowadays. We'll see if they if they catch on. I, I don't Who think their flew TV out numbers the were best great. LA work. Like, what if we have Mrs. NBA and it's just like everyone's side chick, and it's like, yeah, like <laughs> we'll see who's got the best out here. We would. Uh, that <laughs> sounds like piano. MTV special. Want to uh, kind of say fuck off to a lot of the Seattle fans who were mm. talking shit on mm. Felix Bautista for him being called King Felix by some, not even not even the majority is true nickname to the mountain. Um that was kind of a thing trending on Twitter. It's not the real king, but Felix Hernandez, blah blah it's like, well yeah, he had a perfect game. He didn't ever win a World Series. Felix Hernandez. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's like you know, sorry. Yeah, he, he, he was holds very a lot of good. For you guys, yeah. For the rest of the country, it's like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's sorry. Like, Fuck it. And they play on the literal opposite sides of the country. Like, right. sorry, we don't. And when was Felix Hernandez's heyday? The O's. Yeah. Ots. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're now 10 to 15 years removed. It's like, oh. Or we actually finished with the Orioles, or at least one of his final teams. It was not very good, right. needless to say. But, yeah, fuck off Seattle. Whiny city. Yeah. We don't want to hear that. Uh, speaking of those Orioles, they went. They haven't lost since the last time we have spoke. Spanked the fucking Twins. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that was beautiful to see. 
That was a big one. Yeah, th- we had a little stretch there where we were putting up double-digit numbers on teams. Oh, yeah. Like three out of five games were like 11, 12, 14. 15 to 2, the one game. I mean, come on. A crazy stat. Spread those runs out. <laughs> crazy stat about the Orioles. Is they haven't been swept in like 68 straight series, which is crazy because wow. they've been terrible for some of that stretch. Yeah. 68 straight series. The second longest streak in Major of League non-sweepage. Baseball is 21. And that's the Rangers. So we got that by trip. We've tripled by triple, up. Man. Which is nuts. Wow. So Colton Cows are looking good. Pitching looked good going into the break. Let's see how that holds up. Farm Report, Kobe Mayo and Chase McDermott. They're going up to Norfolk, which is very exciting. Jackson Holiday got the promotion to Bowie right after the Futures game as well. So you love to see that. We're going to be seeing new talent coming up soon enough. Our boy Elio Prado batted Elio. over 500 last week, too. It's an Elio-centric pod. Elio! AL Divisions, the Rays, the Guardians now atop the Central, and the Rangers leading the West at the break. Atlanta Reds. And the Dodgers are now technically ahead of the Diamondbacks by points. Don't like to see that. Uh, two more things before we move along here. The Braves set the record for most home runs before the All-Star break with 167. And the Yankees, Josh Donaldson, he's been 152 on the year. He has 14 hits. Ten of them are home runs. Wow. So, weird fun stats. Yeah, and that's like if you're gonna hit <laughs> one fifty two, at least you're hitting ten dingers. Or like you're being it's incredibly like, productive. It's like you're, yeah, like <laughs> you're, st- you you get to stick around because you're somehow getting them out every time. Like crazy, fourteen hits, ten homers. Like let's go. He is. I he love is falling off, Donnie. Not a fan. NBA side of things. Wembenyama, Victor Wembenyama. Had a terrible debut. Two of 13 from the field. Mm-hmm. Nine points, eight boards, five blocks. But then game two. He turned around. It was yeah, nice. He, he found his footing. And, you know, that's what it's all about. And he's young. This is his first time against true, like, NBA talent, even if it's just summer league stuff. But, yeah, I mean, rough showing and then a good showing. And it could be uh, – he could not be playing now. They could be protecting him. But I would say I think there's something in the Popovich of it all where it goes, put him out there. If he has a shitty game, he has a fucking shitty game in July in San Antonio or, or, or San uh, Sacramento, wherever the, the summer league is right now. And it's like, yeah, okay, and we can get all this, like, the talking heads can be like, oh, oh, I, I told you, he, he's – too lanky, right? Too tall, and it's blah, like blah. so we've already gone through all of this, and then I mean, obviously it'll flare up again when the actual season starts. But it's like you know, season. We won't know. We won't know the true scope of Wembenyana for a while. Because the other thing is with guys like him, and really almost with every young person coming into the NBA, it's like one of these first four years, you're probably going to have an injury that'll sit you down for a pretty long time so it's like but what you do on either side of that injury is what's important it's it's tough to tell how good a draft pick is you you gotta probably have three seasons out there yeah at least almost get through the rookie contract yeah he did admit that the 
speed and the conditioning was a bit more than expected. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, and get it's your just toes wet. The speed and the conditioning, and you're actually, it's like, I know you crafted a team in France to run an offense, an NBA offense, and you were playing against grown men and all, but it's like, now you are playing against guys in the NBA, and it's like you are really good, and he's gonna block shots all year long. I think that's gonna be the most yes. impressive part of him. He'll early. lead the league in that for sure. Because it's like the elite defenders in the NBA. It's like I know you're good, but like they're gonna fucking you're seven five. Like your dribble's gonna be fucking five feet in the air. Like someone like you're gonna be dealing with a lot of fucking pressure trouble. Until you finally get the real speed of the game, and he's not going to get much bigger. I, he's not going to like fucking lift imagine. weights and be huge, but he will get into a. I, it'll be, I think, Durant esque, where it's like, yeah, you're it's you're probably going to be pretty good to jump, but then after about five or six years in the league, you will finally like figured out all of the angles you've gotten used to the body and of it all you have found a routine that have worked for you as far as workout and the you know like bodily things so i think the hopes are still high with him oh yeah when a when adrian rose and i like all that shit before the draft i was like he may be the most talented sports prospect we've ever seen in any sport ever it's like well that sounded like bullshit then and it certainly seems like bullshit now. It's like, okay, that's not even to say Victor Wembanyama is bad or isn't going to be great. It's just like, why say that about someone who's never even first. fucking played <laughs> in this league before? It's just like a weird take. Because they said that about LeBron, which, and again, the stacks were chipped against, the chips were stacked against. Stacks were chipped. Yeah, the chips were stacked <laughs> against LeBron, and he, against all odds, delivered. And is now the all-time leading scorer with, like, four NBA titles and all the MVPs and shit. But it's like, at 18, he was, I mean, he was still more of a man than Victor Wembyama. Like, Victor may have Physically, eight inches yeah. on him, but, like, LeBron was fucking solid at 18. Yeah, like, he was ready to play in the yeah, man's league. Yeah. You're right about that. It's a man's league. I'm excited. You know, Pop's going to put him in a good spot. Like you said, he shouldn't be handling the ball a ton. He's more than capable, but let him get comfortable. Find his... Find his angles. He's got the most unique skill set, seemingly, in the league in that regard. Like, nobody's got his wingspan. If he develops some semblance of a floater or works the glass like Duncan, like, you're not going to be able to fucking stop that. Right. It's just going to be unstoppable. He also had a weird run-in with Britney Spears. Yeah, that was weird, and there's no real resolution on that. Not seemingly. She said that she was smacked by... A part of his ensemble or security, security team. and I saw the video, and it it did look like she was smacked by like that looked like that happened. And, what and was she do? Where she were they? To, but she's got the residency at Las Vegas. She's had it for years. Oh, so sure. she they were like at a restaurant or a club, and she saw him. And was like, oh, and ran up and according to the video and what I saw, it she literally looked, she tapped him on the shoulder and was like. Probably like, oh, Victor, Victor. Like, she, someone, I, even if she knows who the he is or not, sure. someone says, here's another guy. Like, go introduce yourself. Either way, she did, and he didn't really turn around. And then one of his staff, probably thinking it was just like a fan or like a crazed whatever, they like, didn't even turn, basically, like, did like a 
behind the back swat, which landed on her head. Okay, wow. And I think she filed or pressed charge. She contacted Las Vegas sheriffs. I think all charges and everything was dismissed and dropped. But unfortunate for both of them. It's like, because what I could tell, she was just being like, hey, I'm Britney Spears. Like, what's up, dude? Like, welcome to Vegas. But he didn't get that message. Clearly. Someone smacked her. And it was like, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> chalk that up for one of the most ridiculous storylines. Especially uh, yeah. for the starting of a career. It's like this guy who's been talked about forever about. Uh, and then it's like the first real storyline we get of him in America is <laughs> his, his security guard like smashed the shit out of Britney Spears. It's like, what the fuck? Like a what a weird storyline that's like did tmz create this in a fucking lab or some shit <laughs> it definitely seems like it i just saw the video too she uh wasn't that hard of a slap no it's, that's not. what i mean like all of it seemingly was pretty innocuous it yeah. didn't like it was not maybe it was like trying to swat her hand the guy didn't turn around and go oh my god britney spears cold cocker <laughs> yeah. it was just all in one moment but you don't like to see it what know? what a time to be alive boys I mean, Brandon Miller never smacked anyone. You know, like, no, like, no, like, not on. Like shot someone. But uh, facilitated. Didn't shoot anyone. <laughs> yeah, facilitated. But here he is. Yeah, he actually played well the other day. Uh, Cam Whitmore had a sick dunk for the Rockets, too. Well, and I was listening to an interview earlier with uh, Sports Illustrated's Chris Mannix, and they were kind of talking about Wembyana and Miller or whatever, and he made a good point where it's just like the different styles of play and even like, comping European or like international players against Americans where it's like you look at Jokic or you look at blah, blah, blah. It's like a lot of victors uh, after his game one, he was facilitating and rebounding all this stuff. Brandon Miller, I think he had like 26 points or whatever, but it was all like isolation ball. It was just like him staying on a wing, like squaring someone up and taking a shot where it's like, all right, that's fine and all, but that is not. I would be looking for more. I think you're number two. Yeah, it's like we've seen that. That's great and all, but what do you want to be the next Paul George? Well, no one should want to be the next Paul George, and he's the one that said Le- Brandon Miller's the one that said Goat. LeBron's not my guy. Paul George is my go. It's like God. Well, you better fucking change that idea because you're gonna be hosting a podcast in seven years, Brandon. See, with Lamelo there, though, he could. He could get away with being Paul George. We'll see. If he comes, we'll see. We thought Paul George could get away with being Paul George with Kawhi Leonard, but that didn't work out. Uh, I wish he had never uh, destroyed his Paul leg. Paul George like he did. is at his best with Roy Hibbert. <laughs> that's that speaks that's, volumes. That's true. <laughs> that, speaks, and sad. that speaks volumes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, former Spur Patty Mills mm-hmm. traded for Australian. Times. Traded four times since the beginning of July. Wow. From the Nets to the Rockets to the Thunder and then to the Hawks. Or four different teams, rather. Three trades. Mm. So that's... And if I were him, I'd demand a jersey from all of those. Like, I'm adding to my... Yes. (laughs) My wardrobe at home. Like, I, I have a little dresser in my man cave with all my fucking jerseys, so... Hey, all you teams that use me as a fucking like bargaining chip, send me a fucking Mills number one jersey or some shit. Oh, he is a quick chip at that. NFL. We got a little more news than last week. 
Have you heard of Chief Saholic? Yeah, isn't he like robbing banks? It's or some the craziest shit? fucking yeah. story. This is, and now this is a thirty for thirty. This is an ESPN Daily. This is a uh, an investigate a sports investigative journalist wet dream. Xavier Bab- Babudar. He was a huge. A he was a mega fan, so he was like a a staple in the Chiefs fan community. I believe mm-hmm. he ultimately got uh, banned from Arrowhead for being presumably like very drunk and obnoxious mm, and yeah, just not being probably not a great human well. being. He wasn't well. No, certainly not. Um so he had he's robbed multiple banks. I forget exactly what he started with from um No, and they were talking about this months ago. This, yeah, it was like still this, in he's the been a fugitive for like the playoffs and they were talking about this. Yes, so was he's he been kind a, of on at large for months. He was at large for months. And he would, well, his cell phone was kind of tracked. I don't know how he didn't lose his cell phone, but various well, areas yeah, near like, banks. If you're going to be robbing banks, like, yeah, leave the tracking devices away from whatever the fuck you're doing. Like, this is. But the best part is how he laundered it. He laundered his phone. Uh, no, his no he should have. <laughs> Probably would still be on the road at this point. He would go to casinos and transfer the cash to chips and then chips over to cash again and And have someone go do it or he would do it he would do it and just Uh, have his like oh i got it from here and that's where he fucked up too it's like a leave your phone at home go get cash and chips and then give your chips to your girlfriend or your brother or somebody be like hey probably didn't have a girlfriend (laughs) probably not Well, someone like you, like, have you ever seen a fucking heist movie before? Babaloo, whatever his fucking name is, Xavier Babaloo. It's like, come on, dude, you got to have a whole fucking ballerina set up here. It's uh, like you need to pull the Ivan Boski into the Ella Fitzgerald and then hit him with a hey, you shook Sinatra's hand. It's like, what are we doing? You, you, you've done this wrong. Like you rob one bank and get away with it. You better fucking lay low for a while, A. Right. Not continue excessively. You're taking your fucking your personal cell phone on these runs with you? This is not a good look. And impressive stuff. And he's probably knocking over banks to the tune of like $5,000. It's like, dude, you're not even... like These banks don't even keep money on hand like that. That's no. not how it works. Like You'd be better off going pulling a barbershop too and robbing a fucking atm like just yank it out of the wall and put it in the back of your truck and drive away breaking but ads. they probably have dragging devices as well you just got to think these things through join us we're doing half week podcasts now called the heist where we <laughs> tell you how to fucking really work over an institution or two call us in and we'll call we'll make it a brainstorm speaking of crimes alvin kamara Agreed to a plea deal after his fight in Las Vegas where he beat the fuck out of that dude in the elevator. Speaking of fights in Las Vegas. Saturday's We got one coming up. Saturday is a This big Saturday, day. July 15th, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's correct. Boom. One, Tucker Lutz. And we don't even know his opponent's name. We like to keep them nameless, faceless, because we're not worried about them. It's just one goal, and that's having a fist rose at the end of it all. Hey, it'll be a nice birthday treat to himself. Melsic Bagdasarian is the 
is the opponent. He's seven and two. Tucker's twelve and three. Tucker's the slight underdog right now. Okay, cool. Uh, Can't uh, wait to watch it. You know that'll be great, and we're we'll chop that up next week. We'll be yes. fresh on that. Um, we may have some insight from the fighter himself. I'm sure there will be some some uh, de- decompressing with the old host and brother Ted here. Oh yeah, just gotta seal the deal, get the win. All accounts, it's a great camp. It's going to be good to go. Back on track. Back to the NFL, though. So, Kamara is paying $100,000 in medical bills. And now that the court case is settled, may be getting a suspension He's from the NFL. the other man's bills. Yeah, 100K. Yeah. Which is not a little bit of money. No, I like, how bad did he fuck him up? Like I don't know the extent of the injuries, but they beat the fuck out of him. And the, the, the video is not, not pretty. Wow. Um, apparently, he like they were. It was like at four in the morning, so this dude's probably fucking wasted. Sure, and just goes up and like probably hits took on a... the beating well, and then woke up in a world of pain. Please be on camera. Like, please be on camera somewhere. <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I think he like approached a woman in the posse and. Uh, uh, yeah, was not yeah. well received. Didn't go well. I don't. Yeah, look up that video. That's that's gnarly, but. Very uh, thoughtful of Kamara to get this done before the fantasy football drafts, just for us to plan accordingly. You say Kamara, I say Camaro. You say Camaro, I say Mustang. You say, I say Quan Barkley. He might not play week one if he doesn't have a deal, apparently, for the Giants, which is would be bad for them. Leaning heavy on Daniel <laughs> Jones. Good for them, yeah. Their $40 million quarterback. Danny Jones locker. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to find that money, but they got to... It's in the couch cushion somewhere. Yeah. You'll shake it out. Get it done. And I've just been ending shake, all these... Shake, 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 Ending all these segments here with fun facts. The Falcons on Sunday... The Dirty Birds. Surpassed 2,000 straight calendar days without a winning record. Wow, that's Sunday. not good. That's not what you shoot for, no. at least. What is that, like six years? Everything may have been since the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, oh, my God, yeah, since that fucking, it could very well be that. Yeah, like, I don't I don't know for sure off memory, but it's got to be close at least. So we'll pour one out to the dirty birds. You love to see it. Wimbledon side of things. Andy Murray, my hot, er. He was my uh, top prop last week to take down Tissy Tissy Poss. I was wrong. He almost did that. It was a great match. Um, but Christopher Eubanks, the yeah, American. Yeah, we love him. He's been great. The, Wimbledon, and I've been throwing it. What's nice is it's on by 6, 7 in the morning. So Which you wake up, you throw it on while you're doing your coffee or getting ready for the day, and you catch a little bit and was very exciting with the americans uh, unfortunately keys that no american woman is in the wimbledon semis for the first time ever wow yeah no shit and ever. so yeah and yeah it's it's sad in that state but they'll be back there's a lot of nice american women talent but yeah christopher eubanks who's fucking awesome like if you've not been familiarized with this guy, which many haven't, even tennis fans. Just, I think it's maybe been his first showing at Wimbledon, 27-year-old, but do yourself a favor and look up his interviews. 
like post game match. He is fucking that dude's going to be on TV when his playing career's done. He will be fucking calling matches for Wimbledon in the U.S. Open. He's so good, thoughtful, answers the questions well. Um, he defeated uh, Tsitsipas, Pass, Pissy Pants, Pissy Pants, which was great. Um, and then uh, faced Daniel Medvedev today. This being Wednesday, the twelfth. Um, they went five sets, and it was a great match. He was the only American gentleman left in the draw, and I think the first like African American guy to make that stage of Wimbledon since Arthur Ashe. Maybe there may have been huh. a guy in between. I forget. I think there was. I forget his name. He wasn't like a household name, but really incredible. Has a great game. Um, Wimbledon's been great. You, you, Alcarez played today as well as Eubanks. Uh, Christopher Weeb Eubanks. Shout out to the Baltimore Colts coach. There's a throwback. But uh, so Alcarez played. He was in three sets over uh, Rune, who I think he actually played doubles with when they were juniors. So that was kind of cool. Um, but it looks like we're going to get a, ourselves another little Alcarez Djokovic setup. I mean, Djokovic has Jan Sinner, who's a great Italian player, and he's been hanging around the semis and finals for a couple years now in, in different Grand Slams. Alcarez faces Medvedev, who ousted uh, our guy, right. Banks. So th- those those uh semifinal matches those will both be awesome and it's almost one of those things now that Federer and Nadal are completely gone but these four guys are that's about as good of uh any permutation of those of a final from those four will be a great match um it's all now you can on ask the for. on the wimble on the excuse me women's side of the draw uh Jabir, the Tunisian, who's also, she's been around everywhere. She she advances. Uh, Sabalenka took down Madison Keys, the American. So we've got... Shrontek went S- down as well. Yes. Fitliana, uh, uh, excuse me, Fitlina will be playing. And I don't want to pronounce this woman's name because I'm going to fuck it up so bad. <laughs> but she's great. The Ukrainian, Svitolina, um uh, she played a, a Belarusian the other day and refused to shake her hand at the match due to the ongoing war, which I respect. She has her right to do that. Her The opponent also, who I don't think is even like down with the war, was like, I get it. Oh, like, yeah, makes I, sense. And then she did like a salute or whatever. And it, was all, it was all good. But uh, Svitolina, the, the Ukrainian one, tweeted after her like quarterfinals match and was like, ah, I have two Harry Styles tickets. I bought these tickets like six months ago, not knowing or thinking this would happen, but I can't make it. Who wants tickets? And then Harry Styles was like, ah, no worries. Cheers. Like, keep on winning. We'll, we got three more shows left, blah, blah, blah. So she won again today. She may win this fucking thing. It's like, hey, Harry may be in your box come hey. Saturday. You never know. Making friends. So, yeah, Wimbledon's been good for, for uh, the lack of all of the names. Like you said, no Federer, no Nadal, no Serena. Venus at, at exited early. But if you're a tennis fan, the weekend ahead is a good one. Th- there's a lot of good players, and, and all of the matches should be good. A worthy champion will be crowned on both sides of the draw. Looking forward to it. 
Might like get a little brunch action out. Some news from the jailhouse. You're in the jail. On Monday, Larry Nasser stabbed upwards of ten times by other prisoners in what was described as an altercation. Which they hey, couldn't get the job done. Yeah, first though. off, where, yeah, you missed. <laughs> yeah. Second off, was what, this with like a sharpened like plastic spoon? Who it knows? was like some jailhouse shiv, uh, some Siobhan Roy. I'm. I would love, like, I love the thought of him, like, actively engaging in, like, a fight and, like, getting his shit kicked in real quick and then getting stabbed. Like, as horrible as that does sound. Well, he was like, a gymnastic coach. What if he pulled, like, Neo Matrix moves and was just, like, dodging? No, nah, he was ball. a gymnastics uh, doctor. Like, you know, and, like, Gangs of <laughs> New York when Bill the Butcher's, like, <laughs> has the hanging pig and he's like, that's a kill. He might that's have... a kill. He's stabbing different parts of the pig. Just right. Like, that's the liver. That's a kill shot. <laughs> he definitely might have known some weird pressure points that put people down. Wouldn't be surprised. Dude is top, one of the top creeps of all time. That's not a fun list to go down there, but you got to get the job yeah. done. When you uh, posted the picture of him on Chopping Lines, I thought it was Jared from Subway at first, too. Not much of a better person. Type of person. Not much of a better one. One of the top collegiate creeps, Larry Nasser, him and Jerry Sandusky are out of the top of the heap there. No doubt about that. Not good company. Another uh, presumptive piece of shit here, Pat. Fitzgerald. Yeah, and you have to enlighten me. I'm well aware of all of the scandal of hazing at Northwestern and he now being uh, fired. fired yes. Like, what are the details of this charge? Do Surely. you know? I mean, it's like, is it like, it's like racial, sexual, no, and no, is it, it is like every pu- fucking thing? It is thing? purely hazing. It purely is upper class. Bullying, hazing. Yeah, like, the upper class versus the lower class. We the crack freshman. an egg in your mouth and you guys have to pass it mouth to mouth for like 20 days, like the starting lineup or some shit like that. So, ba- no, so it basically was. They called it uh they called it runs on players. And, and you would get some nice diarrhea going. <laughs> and that, then you just I don't know if it'd be better or worse. Human centipede this thing. Uh, but they would basically pick out a, a freshman and then you would get surrounded in the locker room and they'd like turn off the lights and you'd get dry humped for X amount of time. Weird. Um, what? And very, so, very strange thing. This is why they put on masks. It's this is very why all people get fucking shit on because it's like, oh, <laughs> a hazing isn't cool, but your version of hazing is dry humping one another. Or, in right, the dark? other dudes. Okay, great. Yeah, like, yes, very great team building exercise. <laughs> That's what brought <laughs> us together. What? Um, so I can, you know, having played high school football, I can say that did happen. Yeah. In my high school, when I was a freshman, they, you guys did runs. It was I like a dry was, humping run. I luckily was never a recipient nor the uh, doler. So this is of like that's things. so weird that this is like a no. This is like a very popular. It's gotta way be to common. Haze. Yeah, it's, it's like, gotta what? be common. It's like a high school in Baltimore and a college in Chicago, ten years apart, are doing like dry humping sessions yeah like, yeah just weird like, we, we had a kid gets a or wide receiver gets suspended for it for humping the backup kicker and you know you always hear about the elephant walk 
Sure, and that's sure. definitely fucking true now. It's like a fucking college football team is driving each other in the dark. So they had a thing Multiple called Multiple <laughs> franchised uh <laughs> Greek life places are just like elephant walking. They had a thing called Shrek's List and that was the name of the fresh or the names of the freshmen that were set to be ran upon uh, in the coming future. <laughs> yeah, this is like the sisters in Shawshank. It's so like, they said Fitzgerald Fitzgerald <laughs> said he fun? was totally unaware of it. But this player Which is bullshit. This player has come out and said not only was he aware of it, but they had a signal between the upperclassmen that if you went over to a freshman and started clapping over his head, that's who you were doing the run on. And if there was a mistake in practice, this is so fucking Fitzgerald weird. Like go clap over shit. Yes. Yeah. And, and again, I never ever buy into a coach that goes, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. yeah first your time whole you're... career is predicated on, I run this thing like a fucking ship. Like, I know you're being paid millions when of they bucks. wake up, they come here. I know who they're dating. I know how much fucking weed they smoke. I know. It's like, all right, but you don't know when they're in your facility and clapping over each other's heads what that means when you very clearly clapped over their heads and probably told them this is how we used to haze people when I played at Notre Dame, wherever the fuck he came from. Right. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't either. It's but... like, yeah, and it's just hazing a – the word hazing – like, yeah, there are new people to groups or workplaces or whatever. And there is, I guess, what you would call hazing. Or, like, you get to know the ropes. Or it's like, oh, yeah, like, the new guy, you go do this. Like, you change the water. It. You change the water bottle today. Sure. Whatever. But Take out the trash. Hazing is just super weird. And especially the way and how homoerotic, like, sports teams and like fraternities get with each other it's like i just don't get the, like so why why dry hump this dude it's like wh- also why make him chug a pitcher of cracked raw egg i i, I, I largely really don't get any of it it's <laughs> no. like what what you in the nfl hazing is hey rookie we're going out to dinner and you pick up the tab and guess what? It's gonna be fucking twenty five thousand dollars. Yep. Or whatever. It's like and you'll never do it again. And you'll never do it again. Welcome to the league. But it's like, yeah, it's weird when it's like, but we're gonna strip you naked and duct tape your dick to your leg and like, hey, you may have to take off the next couple of days of practice. It's like, all right, why why do that? Like that's <laughs> the, super weird. <laughs> doesn't sound productive. In any other walk of life you would be looked at like, oh, you're a weirdo. Like yeah. That's strange. Hell, the Republican Party would probably start an investigation into uh, the, you wanting to diddle kids or something. Because you're now dry-humping men in a dark room. Or you would just run for office and be elected uh, Republican senator or something. Either way. Yeah, weird, weird story out there. I'm sure we'll get a little bit more coming out soon enough. We talked. We touched on Tucker this weekend. Very excited. Well, for that. but that wasn't a hazing thing. We touched on him in, 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 in a journalistic <laughs> way. We 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 talked about <laughs> his new fight. We did not touch on Tucker. My worry. Not the best word choice. But he'd shrug that off anyway. He'd be like, "That's my brother." Oh yeah. <laughs> We're good. We haze each other. But November eleventh, 
John Jones and Stipe Miocic for the heavyweight. November eleventh, that's Armistice Day. Eleven, eleven, eleven. Like that. We're signing trees. Like that. So that should be a huge fight. Make sure you tune in. John Jones first heavyweight title defense. And maybe one of the great pure fighters of all time. Uh, he's my goat. Like of all like it's yeah, like man. whatever style you want. Like he'd have fights where they would like switch up fighting styles in the middle and he'd just be like, Oh word, like we're doing like this now and yeah. would fucking beat the dude up. It's like he really, I think, as a novice UFC fan and my eyeball test, I'd say John Jones is like up there in the Mount Rushmore of fighters, right? He's like, he I think he's handle the, yeah. Any, like, who would you throw him in? Who would be the people you'd throw him in with where you'd be like, all right, I'm kind of nervous now. He would be most people, right? Oh, yeah. The only, I mean, I think. And we can do like his weight. I'm like, again, I, I'm very much on the fringe of all of this, but like, name three fighters that you would be like, all right, they'd give, they would all give each other a fair run. Like Anderson Silva, or is he, no, he and he's they did fight. Classic. They did fight, and yeah. and Jones was pretty pretty in control. Okay, um, and he's much bigger too. And that's the other thing. Like if we're going truly, so, like yeah, sure. like I think like you would need like Muhammad Ali, and For it wouldn't John, and it wouldn't need to be MMA. It would need to be boxing. Like right. he's like so, I don't think there's so anyone who beat him in MMA. Maybe the greatest UFC fighter ever. Lived. I think so. MMA in general yeah, across the MMA, board. Yeah, 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 yeah. I completely nice. He's a who freak. would be who? All right, so who would be like following up his rear closely? Al, he had some good fights with Alexander Gustafsson um, way back in the day. I mean, there's not Stipe is a good matchup. He's got great takedown defense, and he's a very good striker. He's, he's mm-hmm. crisp. He's got good power. Um, and these guys are size wise <coughs> on his like they're they're in the same equivalent. Yeah, game. like who could actually give him a fight? It's like you you wouldn't be like Uriah Faber is going to fight John. It's no, like he would no. get his shit tossed quickly. He like, would literally <laughs> get thrown out of the octagon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you're giving up seventy pounds. <laughs> um, so I, that being realistic, it it should be a good fight. I think Jones will probably win. And weight divisions usually break down every what. 10 to 15 pounds or 20 pounds. I, I don't know. Like It's 10 pounds in the early, and then it goes it, like 15, 15, 20. What is the outer limit for understandably being able to like make up a weight difference? Like 20 pounds tops. So, and after that, it's like if this dude's 190 pounds and you're 160 pounds, he's going to fucking work you like just because he's bigger and will lean on you or whatever. Right? Well, that's definitely a styles thing, too, because jiu-jitsu is a big neutralizer on the sure. ground, yeah. of course. But yeah. I think in terms of most you know if you're trained to a, to a level i think you probably can't realistically give up more than more than like 15. 30 or 4 i'd say uh, i'd I oh, say you go a little more, more. Than, oh, okay. yeah i'd say okay. i cuz i say like you know someone 155 could probably beat up somebody 180 if they were a slightly better striker yeah if it, if it, if if the skill sets matched up yeah way, yeah like yeah. similar but it's just a little better like yeah. i think you know there's going to be some right. different aspects to it. It's not going to be like a one-hit KO. But like but a 140-pound guy is not being up a 205-pound guy. Not, no matter not if they're on equivalent <laughs> skill sets. No, I, I, it's hard. But UFC, the uh, the Xbox game, is pretty fun because it does let you simulate that. And you have those little guys. Okay. And like you can hit you can hit like the heavyweights 100 times. Yeah, if like, you just like <laughs> run around a little bit. <laughs> and you still... Well, all it takes is still like five good ones. The shield is still way up. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. 
It's a good little. Uh, I used to love Fight Night on. Was that like Xbox or PS2? Both, yeah. Those yeah, are I great. Mean, I love a boxing game. Loved a tennis game on, like Top Spin on the original Xbox was fun as shit. I've never played it, but I have heard. Yeah, it was many good me and Joe Helmy. Shout outs, Joe. Don't know where you are now. Hope you're listening. But we used to like fucking smoke blunts and play that all high school long. <laughs> just like Dang. crazy. Like, I'll be Pete Sampras. You be Andre Agassi. It's just like, all right. Is there any other way to do it? We used to play tennis for like <laughs> two hours after school. Nothing wrong with that. We're going to play something else here tonight, boys. What? Rhyme times. Hot jambalaya. Someone who's been hot, producer Joe, he had two points last week, staying on top of the throne, leading the way. Doc, you and I each got one apiece. My hot spot this week, I got the Phillies over the Padres on Friday. Not a lot of action in sports across the board at the moment, but Phil's over pods. Those are pods, and I got the Orioles winning, coming out of the All-Star break. I believe they are playing the Help Me Out here. Marlins. And I knew that. They're staying in Seattle. Adley, don't get your plane tickets on time. What's that? Not the Mariners. Oh. (laughs) said Seattle. I said the Marlins. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Well, you know, Mariners, uh, Marlins, okay. a lot okay. of similar words there. but Basically the same word. And I will say same kind of sentiment. Adley, <laughs> don't miss your flight. You got to get down to Florida. But either way, the O's win over the M's. Which M's? We don't know clearly. <laughs> we'll find out. I think Dean Kramer on the bump for that. And we love Dean Kramer. He's a good guy. Uh, I agree with that. I'm going to second the O's beating the Miami Marlins. The Seattle Marlins. The M.M.'s. The M.M.'s. I'm steering clear of the White Sox Friday. They're playing the Braves. Best team in baseball. The White Sox can't hit, even though Luis Robert wanted to beat Adley in the Home Run Derby. Stay away. My steer clear is, and we've seen these boys... Uh, 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 at Wimbledon, they've been living it up over there in the British Isles. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, and Ricky Fowler. They were, they were in a, a royal box a couple of days ago at Wimbledon. They're now at the Scottish Open, which they'll be playing in as they gear up for the Open Championship at Hoylake in Liverpool, England, the home of the Beatles. It's been fun. And we hope that they're saving it for the Open Championship, which is why I'm saying steer clear of JT, Spieth,y and Ricky as winners at the Scottish Open this week. They'll probably all three have decent showings, but they just won't—they just won't win. I guess we're pulling for Ricky in the big one. Let him save it. I agree. I'm gonna say steer clear of the Guardians as they. Uh... Face off with the Rangers. Rangers faltered a little bit before the break. We'll see. The Guardians haven't really been good all year either. Top prop. I got Djokovic winning Wimbledon. And this is kind of a backhanded one because I've been picking Alcaraz. I prefer Alcaraz. He does does not win when I pick him. So I'm hoping if I'm wrong, 
that he's going to Alcaraz will win and I'll be happy. But if I'm right, I'll get a point and I'll also be happy. So. Yeah, there you go. And it would be nice to see Alcaraz finally break through and yes. start claiming his. And uh, my rhyme time, I'm not going to go so far as to pick a winner, but I have the final being Novak and Alcaraz, and it's going five sets. It's not going to be the French where Alcaraz had to retire for injury or something. Like We're going to get a full five-setter from the two best players in the game as it stands now, and I think the old goats going to get the young goats goat Just this Sunday. Yet again. Yeah, he's just going to keep adding to his little title chip. Uh, my top prop is that within this week, this seven-day period till we record next, there will be one no-hitter thrown. That'd be interesting. Might might happen with teams coming out of the break. You never know. Get a little bumpy. We'll find out. You've been you've been picking good so far. The last really you've won the last two rhyme time. So well done, Joe. We'll check in next week. See how it goes. Soapboxes here. I've got I've got three. It's been a busy week. My first one. Most of them are quick. Google map updates. I went onto our Google maps the other day and the kayak was actually in the garage, Joe, for when we went kayaking, uh, like two or three weeks ago. And they Google map that room. Pretty cool. No, no. It so was, it was just on the, no, it was on the picture. No, it's on the picture. So I was like, Oh, so they must they come by. The I, I've like seen more and more week. of those cars riding around. And yeah, how do you get that over. job? I will ride around, listen to podcasts and music and like all With that the camera shit. On top. Yeah, like where I'll I love driving and I drive aimlessly. That's a great question. It's a therapeutic thing. It's like if I used to strap a camera to a company car and I just drive a couple hundred miles a day through neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah just around town and blah 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 blah. It's yep. like, okay, let me do that. So uh, real quick, I've seen the Google Maps car around like Pocomoke and also Salisbury. Well, I've seen okay. the glory of the coming of the Lord. Um, and they got California tags, so I was thinking or wondering if that person actually has driven from California all the way over. If maybe it's just might like be shipped. Over. I mean, if I'm Google, it's like why not? Crazy. That's the way you map the whole country. It's like Literally. we're turning this on when the ignition starts. The camera comes on. It's like all right, we're just mapping where you are. And it's like, hey, boss, I'm sorry I can't make it in today. I'm over it. He's like, no, you're not. You're like, I know. I know where the fuck you <laughs> I are. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a live stream, dude. Did you not get the whole hiring process? Right, and you just tattled on yourself. So that was that was funny. You always see him. You look for something funny, and it's like, oh, that was must have been literally and a week why ago. Why is Google they doing that? Or maybe we're coming up with a great business and company right now. Where you have a mapping company, you throw a thing on there, and it's like, hey, we'll pay you to go on a cross-country trip. That not that everyone's dream after graduating high school or college? You're like, it's a bucket list item for millions of people in America. And it's like, hey, come get this company car, sign this contract, we'll pay you whatever. And it's just like, bring it back in a couple months. Yeah, just, for, just don't the, forget to turn the camera on. Yeah, just remember... The, when the camera's on, you're going, and also it's like we'll put a breathalyzer in it. It's like you can have. Um, no, I mean that sounds funny, but, but it's also no, it's no, like, no, hey, that's... you're not. 
when you're driving this car, you're working. Like, don't get it twisted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have fun if while you you're there. Get fucked up and do, if you want to map the country on your own time, fine. But, like, you can't just, like, drive our car around willy-nilly. Then maybe we should cut this out because I'm now starting to think this could be a good business idea. So okay. I don't know if the people need to hear this out there. We'll, we'll get to that in the editing. My uh, second one here, my Apple Watch got in the mail today. It does. Oh, yeah, love this story. Tell does so work. Uh, went to the ocean Saturday. A little bit of a rough undertone. Almost lost the wedding ring. Did lose the Apple Watch. Substantial price difference between the two. Um, did not find the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Had, didn't even realize it fell off for probably 20 or 30 minutes. Until um, I got out of the ocean and sat down in the seat and chilled for a little bit. Got an email randomly said, that hey. evening. Got an email randomly from a woman who will remain unnamed. Did but you a not? kind woman. So, okay, but you knew it was missing before the email came? Yeah, yeah. Because that would be a cool way to figure out you're missing right. your watch. No, no, I love... <laughs> like, hey, dude, uh... I figured it out probably 20 or 30 minutes later, but not right away. And what if she did something fucked up? Like, her opening email is like, hey, Ted, what time is it? <laughs> and right. you're like, wait, what? <laughs> that would be pretty fun. I'd that would have been really funny actually. You keep the watch. <laughs> Very direct though. You're a better owner of it. Mailed it to me for free. Or free on my end. Um yeah. No, oh, so she paid for shipping. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I, I couldn't what a true blue. Could not believe it. She said she doesn't have Venmo. She believes in karma. So I got I owe someone a good deed somewhere. And her name's Jennifer. Uh, it's not, but we're not going to well, drop What's her. her first name? We don't have to say her fucking name or whatever. Or it's Lisa. 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 Thank you, Lisa, from the Delaware Beaches for doing such a good thing. And here's your karma coming back to you. It will be there soon. We are hoping. My last one is mail tolls on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. I'm. It's so annoying if you happen to miss a letter, if you happen to forget to pay it. It goes from six dollars. It goes from six dollars to to thirty one dollars because they tack on a fucking twenty five dollar penalty. And it's like, well, why don't you just fucking pay someone to sit there like you used to forever? There's always traffic, whether At there's tolls? Uh, or when you're getting onto the bridge coming from Annapolis. Yeah. Yeah, there's o- or there's always traffic still without the tolls. But they, they just charge. Well, yes, exactly, and that's uh, the thing. It's like it didn't. Maybe like nothing changed. Right. Like yeah. you just aren't paying people and then you're fining me because I forgot to fucking pay this toll. Well, but see, I didn't even think they fined anymore. I thought it was just they run your fucking tag. Was I have easy pass. So I don't oh, okay. use so you're the, in the clear. I don't have a transponder. I don't. Yeah. I, they just fucking scan your license plate and you just. Bada boom, bada bam. Whatever. Every quarter there's like a bill. And yeah. It's like this is the tolls you went through. Yeah. Nah. Which is like, all right. A, I'm not into fucking toll road, toll roads. It's like this is why we pay taxes for the In fucking general, roads correct. to be fixed. But it's like if we're going to do tolls, I don't need to fucking stop. Big brother, run the plates, mail me shit. I don't know. I don't want. No one should come to a stop. That's the problem. I would have less of an issue with it if it actually stopped the traffic. Like that's my like I have to wait for this letter. I have to do it. Like there, there's no improvement from it not existing. And we have an easy pass too, so there's been times we can hop in the easy pass lane. And but well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I and mean, maybe I've not been. 
and the thing with the Bay Bridge is there's so much construction going. So it's Always. like I, with the tolls being there and not being, I don't know if we understand the full effect of that on traffic because they just have the bridges so fucked up. Because I think the lack of people stopping to pay a toll is a really good thing and would flesh out. And I think in most places does flesh out. I agree most. I agree. But the Bay Bridge, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge is a shit show and has been now for going on a decade and probably will continue to be for closer to a decade than we'd like to imagine. Gonna get worse. But I threw a lot of soap. Doc, it's your turn. Yeah, and my I came in here holstered with the soapbox, which was the home run derby and the brackets and how you have five more home runs than the dude who advanced, and we've done all that. But we talked on something on here just about reading in general. I was like, I, I like words. I like using them. I like talking. I like reading. Like I like gaining information. And one way to do that is reading. But I've never, ever in my life been one to really love sitting down with a good old book and reading it. I'm jealous of those who are really into that. Because it's like, reading is good. It's I think it's a good meditative practice. A lot of times I read, I'm zoning out. Especially if I'm reading like a book. Or a novel. I, I'm zoning out a lot of it. Get like, like two paragraphs and shake yeah, your head. Yeah, if there's an in. article that takes 10 or even 20 minutes, even if it's like a long article, 20 minutes, like I can engage in a short story or I can engage it. But, you know, those people out in this world that are avid book readers, more power to you. I'm also a slow reader and that may have something to do with it. it, it it's, um, one, I actually, I ask myself, these people that are fast readers, like I read a book in a day. It's like, did you? <laughs> Were you doing that for time? I, 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 like, I, I honestly find it hard to believe that someone read like a two hundred or three hundred page book in one sitting or in a day, and they walk away being like, "No, I get it. it oh yeah, it's all there. It was so awesome. It's like, oh okay. Well, I don't know. There's maybe, some... yeah. But maybe I'm just deficient." In my reading capabilities. Maybe that's normal. Maybe you can read a novel in a day. I don't think you should. I think that's something like, you should read a couple chapters. Go sit with that. Go have tea. Go get a drink. Go for a walk. Or have a book club. Yeah, this is a book book in jail they call books movies. You know what I mean? Because you can't watch a movie in your cell and you read the shit. and And you... Reading a book is brilliant because your imagination is being peaked. You are creating a movie in your head. Book, yeah, absolutely. Books shouldn't be read in the same time as it takes to watch a movie. Okay. I'm a fast reader, and I couldn't do that. I'd get too antsy sitting there for three straight hours. But good books do rule down. Producer Joe, you want to wrap us up here? Good books rule, dogs drool. Uh, I've really don't have much other than just a bitch about bug bites and which yeah. one specifically mosquitoes spiders or, or, oh he's or got an answer any type of bug bite have you gotten one recently like uh, you got I've a new gotten, bug bite i've gotten lit up by fucking like horse flies and shit just walking layla but you know the worst thing is i got this fucking got this fucking pimple at the nape of my back like dead center of my lumbar 
Tramp like where, like yeah, that where happens tramp to be, stand it happens to be right tailbone. where the fucking waistband of like my boxers and like shorts are, and so it's just constantly being An irritation. Fucking, yeah, it yeah. sucks. It's the worst thing out of like you won't put a band aid over twenty that. bug bites I have. You won't it's, put a piece of duct tape over that. You can haze yourself. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna fucking <laughs> bear with it. Drink a little deep in the morning. But <laughs> <laughs> and Watson. Elementary, my Deets Watson. Yeah, bug Joe, and you're out in the. Uh... How is that not their tagline? I people need to stop listening to the spot unless they steal all the good ideas. But or at least give us the credit. deli company should have the tagline. Elementary, my Deets Watson. Like, why would you pick a different type of, you know, sliced deli cold cut meat over this? Just like Governor of Maryland, Wes Moore. It, it it killed me. For a year, I was seeing signs and different slogans, and no <laughs> one came up with Wes is more. That was right fucking... There. Come on. Like, let's make a fucking t-shirt. Right Hit there. me up for the fucking rerun, as it were. We had a uh, shout-out, Osed, one of our friends from Franklin. He's uh, given the Weminyama Brittany experience. He tweeted, how has nobody dropped the tagline, hit me baby one more time? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, and again, how? <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe I had a fear of getting sued when she was already talking to the lawyers. <laughs> already talking, like the lawyers were already looking. And if they knew, if both of them knew what was good for them, she has a show at Vegas and she brings them out for that song and they do a funny little thing and or whatever. It's, it's like, yeah, and you need to capitalize on these things. It's like, that's just a weird story right now, but you guys could both turn that into a viral moment. And isn't that we just live in a world where that's the currency? Like, make another moment out of that one unfortunate moment. Low as possible. Yeah. Some housekeeping this oh, week. Baby, baby. Probably no Phillies update because they're getting started on Friday. So take a look out for that next Friday. Dax Fulton going to be in the minor league spotlight on Saturday from the Marlins organization. Missing this year with elbow surgery, unfortunately. Not the Seattle Marlins. Not the Seattle Marlins. The the Miami Mariners. Different Marlins. It's going to end up getting confusing. Uh, Orioles report Tuesday. And they've always been kind of confused. I mean, like similar color schemes, Marlins, Mariners, they're playing off of the same kind of Speaking of which, thing, those, like, the uh, jerseys from the All-Star game were better. awful. Those yeah, uh, Mariners colors. Got to do better. I uh, All well, around it's the All-Star nice game. It's nice to out there. Uh, In the hometown. Adam Jones, too. There was a funny story I heard, and it was maybe last year at the Ulster game, and like Ken Griffey was walking around Mookie Betts, and one of the other guys was like, "Oh, if he was walking around with like a glove on, like he was like feeling shit," and they're like, "Oh, like uh, you know, batting coach walking around with a glove, like where's your bat, dude?" And he's just like, Psh, "I leave that at home. Like I've done enough with the bat." <laughs> We're like that's, talking shit. That's in the Hall and, of like, Fame. Mookie Betts was like, "I bet you can't hit a home run in batting practice." And he was like, oh, all right. He's like, I bet you uh, ten, 10 tries, you can't get one out. And it's like, on like the seventh try, it just goes like 400 feet. And he was like, oh, all right, hold on. And they're like, oh, all right. He's like, oh. And he like called his wife. He's like, bring Lucille, which is like the name of his like that black yeah, the bat. bat. And yeah. she like brings it down. He's like, all right, hold on. And then he like proceeds to hit like 10 more out. And they're just like, all bowing down. Yeah, like you like, don't lose it. That's the kid. He's got the best swing of all time. And without injuries, 
might have been the goat. Yeah, could have Probably had like eight hundred home runs, like straight up. Because at the end of his run in Seattle, I think he hit fifty home runs, fifty six home runs, and then forty nine home runs or something. Like, and then so, got injured and then went. It's like, yeah, like Duder was kind of a monster, like the yeah, <laughs> yeah. king, absolute king. Nice to see him still in action. Seems like a great guy, too. Yeah. And one of the... And it's weird to say because baseball players never really crack this top list, but one of the coolest athletes of the last 30 years. No doubt. It's like... Backwards it's hat. Like, yeah. Him, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Derek Jeter, Tom Brady. Like, those are the guys where it's like, oh, all right. And you, you're the type of people that everyone, even in your own sport, goes... No, that's the guy. Like I know everyone's supposed to say they're the best, but even the people that be like, I'm the GOAT would be around Ken Griffey and be like He's the GOAT. Yeah, what's up, Ken? Like, what's good, dude? Like, can you sign this bat for me real quick? A listers. But hey. Great episode. One year. Shout out Ray Lewis. One year in the books. Yeah, Ray Lewis episode. And that checks out. That's great. On all accounts. That's great for us. On all accounts. We appreciate you all listening. Come out next week. Tune into the blog in between. Follow us on socials. We'll see you all then. This is Chopping Lines. Chopping Lines now.